It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Yeah, we did. But before we get to that, I just want to remind people to subscribe to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Hit that bell for all the latest alerts. All right, fellas, it's time for our PCC Air Force question of the day. Looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits? PCC Air Force is a lead manufacturer in Northeast Ohio, and all locations of PCC Air Force in East Lake, Minner, Woodcliffe, and Minerva are hiring right now for all positions, and they start at $18 an hour and up. Uh, get four benefit packages, paid time off, sign-up bonuses, apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. So today we decided to put up two poll questions. I'm going to read them in order. Uh, the first one was the Guardians were sellers at the trade deadline and capped it off by being no hit by the Houston Astros. Will the Guardians still win a week? AL Central, we had 214 votes. 68% says no, they won't. 32% says no. yes, they will. I thought we had a poll on Deshaun Watson's I said we got two we got polls. Two I was going to read them in order. That's the first oh. one. Your ADD is worse than mine. No, well, I was just – go ahead. <laughs> the second one is, which quarterback tier do you believe Deshaun Watson belongs in? We have 733 votes, and 56% says he belongs in Tier 2. You had 28% with Tier 1, 13% with Tier 3, and 3% with Tier 4. So I am stunned that the majority of the people in that poll – were reasonable and yeah. picked him for tier two. Tier four. Or, uh, Who are the three percent? Tier four is stupid. Tier, four. <laughs> tier t- he's not. There's no way you can put him in tier one right now. No, no. He hasn't played at that level for two years. No. We all know he's capable. Yeah. Of playing at tier one level, but when he hasn't done it for two years, you can't put him that high. Now, I guess you could argue he hasn't played at tier two level either. I mean, last <laughs> year he played at tier five. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was awful, yeah. but it was only six games. But uh, listen, I, when the Browns traded for Deshaun Watson, the expectation was he was going to be a top five quarterback in the league. But if you if you if you guaranteed me he'd be the ninth best quarterback in the NFL, I'd probably sign. You for got that. a chance to win a Super Bowl. You got with a chance. Would you say? Let me ask you this: Would yeah. you say that the Browns have given Deshaun everything he's needed to be a top five quarterback? Close to it. I mean, everything, about as close, pretty close. No team has everything. No team has everything. I mean, he could have a better wide receiving core, but it's 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 good enough. Mm-hmm. It's good enough. Do you agree? Yeah. Okay. I think that they've given him, obviously, the Jordan Aiken signing is so, directly from Deshaun. I think that they've taken his input in. Mm-hmm. And in terms of scheming the offense, in terms of play design, in terms of personnel, I think he's had a voice. So if he's not top five. This season. Who's that fall on? Yes. Top t- I'd say top 10. 
Yeah, I would say. Oh five. yeah, top, top five is, is. I mean, that's hard. Top, I mean, so yeah. if he, we need him to move up one spot, in that according to that. Yeah, that, which, I, that's fine. He will top but, ten. If he's not top ten numbers this year, is it on? The coaching? Browns haven't had a top ten quarterback since Bernie Kosar. <laughs> but <laughs> but <laughs> it's hard to say that without Baker seeing, Mayfield in twenty twenty wasn't a top ten no, quarterback. No. I have to look up the stats on that. If, actually. And, and what are we what are we using to gauge to grade a top ten numbers? Yeah. But Num- what numbers? Passing yards, quarterback rating, I passer mean, rating. I think it's the combination of all yeah. the, all of. Well, let's let's go QBR. QBR. Oh, well, here's what I would say: Are there are there opportunities to win the game? Are there are they scheming receivers open all over the field and he's not making the throws? Well, apparently that's that's, that's on him. With Kevin Stefanski, that happens every week. There's somebody just streaking down. The field well, when he had Baker and Jacoby as his quarterbacks, yeah, there were dudes open all over the field. He didn't have a quarterback capable of getting on the ball. Okay. So now they should have a quarterback capable of getting him the ball. I, I think the biggest thing for Deshaun is the mental hurdle of what he did to himself, I'll say. And now that it's all by, and he's, I know he's still got those two cases open. If I were him, I'd want them settled as soon as possible. Unfortunately, that hasn't happened. But most of this is now behind him. Mm-hmm. And he's got mental hurdles to climb over because it seems like, yeah, there was rushed, but there was also this, there was so much distraction from what happened last yeah, year. For sure. And there was so, and, and there was, and again, I don't know this, but it <laughs> seemed like he had lost his confidence, cockiness, swag. mojo, whatever it was. Swag, swag is fine. the word you're looking his for. swag. He has to have that back. Yeah. He needs to play with that he, swag, that attitude. He Otherwise, he like, can't be great. He has to be the guy that they kind of hate. Like, the teams, he get up and he do yes. the dances and all of that that's stuff. Right. Like that's right. That's just passion. That's how right. he, he shows that his back. passion, and he didn't have that last year. Yeah. But, Mike, so let me ask you this. Is there a way, not saying that this will happen, because there's no way that this will happen. Deshaun's going to have an excellent season. But... <laughs> Is there a way that if Deshaun doesn't perform, that Kevin Stefanski does not get fired? I, 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 if if Deshaun Watson doesn't have a good season, the Browns don't make the playoffs, and he's getting everybody's getting fired. I think. What if it's? But if we look at on film and people is wide open, but the quarterback's not I, making the throw. I don't want to hear it. It's it's too late. He gets fired if they don't make the, if they <laughs> if they're not good. He's got to be fired. I think I think that there's a lot of uh, what happens if they're nine and eight, ten and seven. What do you do? Ten to seven. I mean, what do you do? They're not going to be ten and seven if he's not playing well. I'm just saying, if you're, nine I didn't and say eight, make the playoffs that he gets fired. I'm, what do you do if you're nine and eight, ten and seven? What do you do? If you don't, if you miss the playoffs but you have a winning record, what are you supposed to do? I, I'm, I'm asking. Well, I, would, I don't. Know. I'm asking. But we need to see. <laughs> that wasn't the question. He said if Watson doesn't play well, and if Watson doesn't play well, they're probably not going to win ten well, games. Well, if Watson doesn't play well, then I mean. Deshaun's making more money than Kevin. And I guess you so, go to Deshaun and say, who do you want? Yeah. Like, that didn't work, so what do you want? Listen, I don't even want to – you know what? I don't want to discuss those scenarios anymore because if Deshaun Watson is not good, the Browns are screwed. They're screwed. <laughs> it's gonna be so, they can't do anything with his contract. It's going to be a mass exit. Because if he has a bad year this that. year, it's over. It's over for the it, Cleveland Browns. It, it, we'll it's be, over for we'll him. It's over full, for the Browns. That's it. We'll be in full rebuild So let's mode. just talk about what happens if he's good mm. and how good can he be. Okay. Like, can he be a top five quarterback this year? I yeah. think that's possible. Yeah, with the weapons he has. Yeah, yeah I mean, listen. Yes. Yeah. If he's I'm that good. Hey, I'm listen, just asking he's got better weapons saying, than he had in Houston. I'm not saying yes or no. I'm just yeah. asking now, a question. You know, to be fair, he's won one playoff game. 
But right. he has better weapons around him now than yeah. he ever had in Houston. And, and if he's, well, aside from, that's not If true. he's that he big a superstar, now no, I, I would say nobody's Mahomes. But Mahomes won the Super Bowl with one Hall really of, good Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame, yes, but only one. The rest of his skill position players so were just guys. David Njoku is only going to the Hall of Fame when he buys a ticket. Yeah. So that's, Juju that's Smith-Schuster ain't a good football player? He's just a guy. He's, he's okay. an average, he's decent okay. football player. <laughs> yeah, I just want to see what y'all say. He's okay. Listen. Now, the Browns think, don't have any superstars. I think that the Browns... Oh, Amari Cooper's really good. Right, he's, he's not, not a superstar. He's not the Hall of Famer. He's not a superstar. Hey, listen, he's Moore. a very... I'm a t- listen. And then let me don't tell, start with Elijah Moore, who no, I Wait a minute, because I got to say this. Yeah. I got to say this. Yeah. I've been on social media, Okay. And I've been just reading reviews and yeah. reading responses about how great Elijah Moore is. Okay, to the point that I seen somebody say that he is like Debo Samuel. They oh using him like God. a Debo Samuel. And I'm just, I'm gonna just tell you right now, if he is that good and he has that type of season, then there the Browns better not even be talking about not being in the right. playoffs. That's well, first of all. Let, let me say this. All right, I like Elijah Moore a lot. Oh, they talking and about. And I think there's a ton of potential. Man, when they traded for him, I was very excited about this deal because I've liked this guy since he got drafted by the Jets, and I thought the Jets misused him. I agree. But the overhype on him right now is embarrassing. I, I, it's embarrassing. Stop talking about him as if he's a superstar. He hasn't done anything in the NFL. He's he's got to prove it. That man's got to prove it. That man's going to be a huge deal in the red zone. I'm gonna tell you. He's got to prove it. Yes. Yes. That's yeah. that's all I'm saying. Yeah. And I love this guy. <laughs> I like, and I think he's going to have a good year. I do too. But don't tell right. me. Don't yeah. go nuts yet. I'm just Based on practice. What I've been reading. People are going, who? From Nick Carnes? I, I don't know who said it. I'm what? just Who is telling. this guy? You, keep, you mentioned him like twice. I don't yeah, even he know said who this is. He said him uh, yesterday. He lives Nick Carnes. I don't even know who you're talking he lives about. Or, uh, Bulls head. or Hiram. What do you think, uh, think is hype or optimism? Because I know we've talked to Mary Kay Cabot. I know I've talked to, you know, Camp Justice and other No places. offense to all of them. I no, love no, them no. all. Let me finish my yeah, statement. Yeah. And when I asked them about, you know, who stood out or, you know, who who's eye-catching, and they always talk about Elijah Moore. They talk about how Elijah Moore is being used and his potential and the things that he can yeah. do. So I don't, I wouldn't necessarily classify as used where Earl practice. All I understand is practice. practice. No, I understand it's <laughs> practice, but you classified it as over hype. It could just be optimism based on what they see. I, that's fine, but we can't <laughs> talk about. He's now being talked about, and again, when the Browns traded for him, I was through the moon. I thought it was a great trade. I like the trade. I love the potential. But don't you can't talk about this guy as if he's a sure thing. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And that's what a lot of people have started to do. Well, he is a huge... He's not a sure thing. He's a huge part of this offense, and I think this offense... They need him to be a huge part. If he he doesn't perform this season, then the Browns is going to be kind of handicapped. With the Jets, he was a bust. 
No, now he's got no, 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 he wasn't. Yes, they, he was. They, they wasn't giving him the ball. Anytime he got the ball, he made things happen. He did? And why, what, well, then why wasn't he able to get the ball more? Because his, him and his quarterback have some type of problem. They and so that's not his fault, or at least partly his fault? Well, when the, when the backups came in, he got the ball. He scored. Well, and all I know is Garrett Wilson, had a, who's a stud and, <laughs> and way better than Elijah Moore, the, had what, a great year with the same crappy what quarterback. What position does Elijah Moore play? I mean, not receiver. A, no, no. And where at, though? Slide outside? I don't even know. So I don't even give a shit. <laughs> I hate him. I hate him. I don't care. Jason, I hate him. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to build I don't a, care where. What I'm does t- that have to do with anything, Tyvis? A lot. Because a lot of plays are scheme for the X. And if yeah. Garrett Wilson's the X, so, he's the number one guy. So, so yeah. take it back to like. But the year no, before, wait, wait a minute. Hold but on. But the year before, he wasn't even. Garrett Wilson wasn't there. Wait a minute. Can I talk? Go ahead. Let me talk. <laughs> so listen, you know how when you play high school football, right? And you play quarterback and, yeah. your, and your boy is at wide receiver. It's like, all right, look for you. I'm going to look for my boy. Right. He's the best player on the team. Right. Okay. He could be double team, but if I believe it, I'm going to give yeah. him the ball. I'm not going to read, go through my progressions and all of that. I'm going to look for my guy. If my guy ain't open. I ain't going that way. And I ain't giving them the ball. I'm right. just okay. dump it down. That might be what's going on with Fine. the Jets. All I'm saying is. He's got to prove it before we go banana. That we tend to do this here. We go, but we, I who is I? See, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah I'm on our, your side. Our on fan this. base t- makes these guys like goes crazy about these guys before they've done anything, and then if they have a, a solid year that's not up to the expectation, then they're like, "Well, he wasn't disappointed." No, you just oh, you just built it up too much. Does DPJ get a thousand this year? No. I think Elijah Moore is. I would bet on Elijah Moore getting a thousand before well, I bet on DPJ. But I, I got, I gotta see it. I gotta see it all. I would bet on Elijah Moore to get the most targets of it out of everybody on the team. More than Cooper? Yes. You, you know why? Because he lines up in the backfield. They throw him the ball out of the backfield in the red zone. He's gonna play running back. It's a mismatch on linebackers. Like, yeah, I would definitely see him getting a lot of targets this year. So if that's the case, in a sense, then, yeah, the Browns technically do plan on using him the way that the 49ers use Debo Samuel. That's what I'm saying. That's, I'm just saying what I, I read. I don't think he's going to get more. I'm just – listen, i tell you what. This is what, but, I, this is what I do. But, yeah. Since I am a part of the Browns radio network, I'll be able to go to practice. I will go to practice, and I, yeah. will, I will tell you what I see. Because when I went on with the minicamp, I told right. you, he lined up in the backfield. They, like, kind of took Nick Chubb out in the red zone, yeah. and they put him in in the backfield, which is a huge mismatch. Yeah. Well, I mean, they should do some of that. The Browns, the Browns need to be creative offensively. He's, yeah. got, he's an excellent athlete. I agree. So, I hope he has this massive breakout season that we'd all – like to see happen. I'm just saying, he, you know, when we talk about, there were people saying, well, we don't, we don't need, let's uh, say Andre Johnson. We don't need DeAndre Hopkins <laughs> because we got Elijah Moore. That's a silly thing to say. Who said that? Fans. No, they wasn't saying that. Oh, yeah. They, that's too, you, too you, you comparing apples to oranges with that. That's two totally different wide receiver styles. I think they didn't want, the reason they didn't want DeAndre Hopkins is because he requires a ton of targets a game, and it would take the targets, it would take the ball more out of Nick Chubb's hands, it would take it away from Elijah Moore, it would take it away from Amari You think that's why the Browns didn't want him? No, I think that's why fans were saying they didn't want him. Fans don't know their ass from their elbow. I'm just telling you what I, this is what I hear. I keep my ear to the ground like the the Indians. You're all over the the, the ground. I keep my well, ear yesterday to the I made a fantasy trade. Today I'm building a 13U travel team while y'all. Are You're just, very obnoxious. 
What is wrong I mean, with Get you? involved in the conversation instead of sitting here like a lump on a log. You, you guys doing? are arguing. I'm not going to interrupt. We it's not a We're on the same page. Yesterday was worse than today. Yeah. I got a lot uh, going on today. But uh, I wasn't supposed to be here, man. <laughs> it's bull full. How's it? What's bull for? G ain't here. G all, G all at home beat up because he was I, arguing he's with He's injured from our, he, from our argument yesterday. I heard. I got to I gotta go back and watch it. Nine, it was at 9-10. Can you do the show? Was it at the end of the show? Jason, Throwing up in the quick. corner of the it's gym, crying and sobbing and screaming. It was funny because G texted. Where was it? Where was, where was he this? said. We have so many chat groups. I can't even keep up here. It's in the one with just us in the show. With just yeah. us. He said. Me and Tyvis didn't take it serious. I sure did. I feel bad. What did he say first? <laughs> I got some bad news is what he said. I got some bad. Oh, is that what he said? And I said, what, see, what is no, it? No, he was like, I got. Then I sent the eyes. I was yeah, like, you got said, what? I got. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and I said, said was like, clap. you got something. I said, you and then he was like, clap. I got bad news. And I'll, I'll, like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll take everybody through. Here is the play-by-play te- <laughs> play of our text chain. So who's in this text chain? Oh, it's, it's just me, Tyvis, Earl, and, and G. And G out of the blue tweets, guys, I got. <laughs> and, and Earl wrote, "How long later?" And that was all G said. And then, like a minute later, Earl was like, "What you got?" <laughs> and then Earl did the, what is that? Eye the emoji. Eyeball, the eye emoji. The eye emoji. And then Typhus did four eye emojis. <laughs> and then Typhus writes the clap. <laughs> and then, then a minute later, G finally gets back and says, "Guys, got some bad news." And here, these guys are making jokes. Is he all right? Oh, Anthony was in this chat group too. He said he's having neck problems. And then Typhus went the opposite way. He was like, oh man, you're going to the hospital, you know. Anyway, he's he's a mess. But it's not new because he's always got problems. But folks don't know, G is a mess physically from playing football. Mm -hmm. He got all effed up and he has he has back and neck all kinds of back and neck problems that never really go away. There are times where he's here and he's in a tremendous amount of pain. And that's why he's going to miss work once in a while because it just gets so bad. Plus, his sleeping is all effed up. Mm. He, he, he's, he's a bit of a mess. But, he, but most of the time, he's able to push through, for, through it. But every once in a while, it gets so bad that he can't. That's the, the, the downside for people who played football mm. uh, and took a beating like he did as a defensive line. I do got a question for you. Yeah. So when you say, like, people are overhyping Elijah Moore, are you more so talking about the fans or just other medias that are, uh, other Both. members of the media? Both. So we I had think... Mary Kay on Monday, and, you know, she had a very strong opinion, but it didn't seem like overhype. I, like, and I know, like, it's a difference of perspective. I guess, what, like I, I guess what drives me crazy, Earl, and this is not just Browns, this is all across the board now, is people that, like, there's so much coverage of the NFL now that – across the country, I follow a lot of New York reporters too and then just general NFL reporters. They go crazy about things that happen in practice. And it's easy to look great when you know you're not getting hit and and there's no pressure. You're not trying to win a game. It's a totally different story. I get it if you're a last guy (laughs) on the roster, you're battling for a roster spot. Mm -hmm. But... uh, See, that's that's the thing. When I watch practice clips, like I take into account what it looks like. Is it a game rep? Is it half speed? Like, I, that's what I look at. But Remember even if it's a game rep, it's not a real game. No, them game reps mean a lot. 
Like when they when Elijah Moore and Denzel went one on ones on the goal yeah. line, that's a game rep. But, like, he, that's but Elijah exactly Moore knows he's not like. getting hit in that situation. That's fine, but he's not going to get hit in the game technically because he's a wide receiver running around. But he could hurt. He could get. It hit. was in the red zone. You're either going to catch it in the end zone or you ain't. What? Somebody can't hit him the second he catches the ball. Denzel can hit goes you well. I mean, hit right. It's a one on one. First of all, they're I, a man. That's not. I'm happening. not saying like Tyvis. You have an educated eye when watching this stuff that the, a lot of the rest of us don't have, and so you could get some value out of it. I think more than the average fan can or average media member can, and, and obviously it's meaningful to the players and the team. Yeah. But I think fans and people like me who are media members who who didn't play football at any kind of high level. We're watching it, and and we I think we make more of some of these th- these things than they are. And this is across the country. Well, well, I'll tell you, I was yeah. watching a clip of Elijah Moore as I was on my way up here today. Yeah, and he caught like a he caught like a little swing pass, and they was like, yeah. "Oh my God, he looks unbelievable!" And I'm just like, he right. literally got tagged exactly. off as soon as he caught the ball. Like I don't understand. Uh, exactly, he, he, catch, he catches the ball, the the, the, the nickel tags him off. He goes and does a cut like yeah. this. And I'm like, well, he would have been down in the backfield. So I, exactly. I, I was. That's the point. Yeah. See? Now that's, that's, that's where I'd be I'm like, saying. y'all got to cut it out. That's now. what I'm saying. <laughs> and don't, this is no out. knock at Elijah Moore. Let me make it very clear. <laughs> I'm very high on him, and I think he's got a ton of upside. I think there's a lot of potential and a lot to be excited about with him. I just, I'm just very big on – I'm not going to dive into I think you're great before I, we have any idea if you're great. Well, I think he, I think Elijah Moore is a really good player. I think he'll have a great season. I just it's the fear, it's the unknown because we haven't seen it yet. Right. So right. It, anything looks good on practice. It's been so many times that things have looked so smooth and crisp in practice, yep. and then it didn't translate to the game. And I think that the, us fans have seen that so much that to me, yep. I'm a little like I got to see it on Sunday right. first before yeah. I can be all in. Once I see him do it in a game. And make yeah. these plays. Then, sure. Yeah, we know what he is. Right. We know what he can do. He did right. not have a good reputation on his way out of New York. No, no. I can tell you that. There was a lot of people that are really sour on him. Now, is it a bad fit, bad situation, no quarterback to throw to? Yeah. Maybe it's as simple as that. And and this rectifies all of it. Right. But he does not have a good reputation. Well, anymore. he wasn't because he, he wasn't the featured was, guy. And he was pissed. See, but the, wasn't he the year before? Wasn't he their best receiver? Off they had just drafted him thirty yeah, fifth yeah, overall he, or whatever. I, yeah, but he did. But he started off slow, and then yeah. he got good. And towards there was the no quarterback. This, Zach Wilson yeah, was terrible. Towards and, the end of the season, he started scoring and stuff like that. Yeah. But then last year, he felt like he was featured out of the offense. He felt like the quarterback wasn't getting him the ball. Yeah. He, I remember him doing interviews like, "Right, I'm not getting. Yeah. I don't know because I didn't get the ball." I think he said something like that. Like, I don't know what happened because I didn't get the ball or something like that. I think the Browns are catering to him and keeping him happy by making him be like kind of the focal point in the passing game. Period. I don't know, that's, man. That's I, what I it is. Think, he's he's kind of like the guy in the I passing I think game. Amari Cooper's the guy. I don't... Oh, if you need a one-on-one route and we need a first down to happen, yes, Amari Cooper is the yeah. safety... Well, Amari Cooper's the safety blanket. But uh, but I think that yeah. this the offense is featured a little bit around what Elijah Moore can do, and they're going to feature him by giving him the ball in the slot, having yeah. him do the motion thing in the backfield and throwing him swing passes. I think he'll get the ball in his hands more, and I think that's yeah. what's keeping him satisfied. It's going to be very interesting at the beginning of the season. You know, we're going to talk about Jim Schwartz here in a minute. We talked about the defense not being where they want to be. Not surprising that Jim Schwartz would say that. Because so many of these coaches now, they're always they're always like, oh, everything's going great. And Jim Schwartz is not that type of coach. But it's August 1st, 2nd, 2nd. Right. It better lot. not be where it should be. They but just you know showed what? up. 
there's a lot of new faces on the defense, yeah. including a new coach. And offense, it's a big change with going full bore <laughs> into what Deshaun Watson does best, adding Elijah Moore to the mix, mm-hmm. Nick Chubb out of the mix, uh, Kareem Hunt out of the mix. By the way, have we anybody heard a single rumor about Kareem Hunt? No. The is he out of the league? Like I mean, he's going to be out of the league? I thought he was going to the Washington the Commanders. Commanders. I do got a point about, you know, yeah. you all were talking about him, uh, Elijah Moore getting lost with the New York Jets. And it reminded me of Denzel Mims. Denzel Mims was another wide receiver that was drafted in the second round by New York, who seemed like who just got lost in the rotation. Another guy that was disgruntled and frustrated because he wasn't being able to he be featured a on trade. the field. And then he ended up being traded this year. So I wonder how much of that. Yeah, where was. is he? I mean, he's in, he got traded to the Lions. And he ain't going to do anything there either. But I'm saying he didn't get the opportunity to. Here's another guy that was a second round pick in 2020, and he yeah. never really saw the field. If you really look at it over the first two seasons, him and Elijah Moore numbers is pretty similar. This was a guy that just for whatever reason, they didn't put him out there and feature him. So I'm not saying like well, it's what, all how do we, the quarterback on the organization. I, mean, I just how, think it's a little bit of both. What was how many how many plays was Elijah Moore on the field for? Like what percentage of, of the offense? Oh, a lot. So how was he not getting opportunities then? I he was know. out there. Maybe it's maybe he's the you know, sometimes it's the receiver's fault they don't get the ball. Well, let me ask you this. Yeah. So you know how Jason would say that it's a lot of the times wide receivers are open, but we just didn't have a quarterback to right. get him the ball. Sure. I think that's what he's saying. Elijah Moore is saying. Okay, well, that is, that's out the window this year. Yes, my yeah. point. My point is that. That's it. So hopefully it'll all come together. Deshaun will get back to what the player he was, and Elijah Moore can reach the, the capabilities I think the Jets thought he had, and we hope he has. Let's, let's move to the defense. Jim Schwartz. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Also become a member of Overtime and hit that alert button uh, to get the latest news from the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Jim Schwartz, fellas, take it away. So Jim Schwartz, um, let me, you got the quote? Do you have it? Do we have the audio of that or no? <coughs> yeah, give me one second. Okay. After get it. Because, you know, listen, I don't pay, put much stock into what coaches say. They're, they're not giving you the truth on anything. Uh, depends what, on the coach. Uh, fair. That's fair. But generally, they talk in generalities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? They don't, they're not, they don't want to give you a clue uh, too much into what they're doing. They're all neurotic and uptight about the uh, things getting mm-hmm. out there. Uh, both, you look at what Jim Schwartz said yesterday, the D.C., and what Alex Van Pelt said, the O.C., very different, right? Schwartz kind of downplaying any kind of excitement about the defense. Where Alex Van Pelt said, like, Watson looks great. And this guy looks great. And then, so it's an interesting way that they both look well, at I, it. The, the, Do we see, have I, the Schwartz clip, I, guys? I haven't been – obviously, I haven't been the defensive – I haven't seen training camp practice. Yeah. You have. How was the defense when you was there? Because, I mean, we see a bunch of offensive clips. In Greenbrier. I thought they looked good. I thought the defense looked good. Okay. Like, they're flying around. And de- I, I said when I came back from Greenbrier, Denzel looked more engaged. Mm-hmm. And, and people who have – who I'm not at there every day. Mm-hmm. People who are there every day said he had a different tone about him at this camp where sometimes he just seems to drift or – Well, he got a lot to prove. I had heard – he I don't really know engaged. if this is he true. Got, he got stuff and to I'm, prove. And I don't – I'm not going to mention any details because I don't know if any of it's true. But I had heard that I, that Denzel last year had a major off-the-field distraction, something personal in his life that contributed to him not having a good year. Do you know that to be true? 
I heard the same thing. Okay. I heard the same thing. Maybe I heard it from you. I, no, but I definitely heard I think heard, you did hear it from I, me. I, you, <laughs> might, you know what? You did hear no, from you me. Did. I think you might have just confirmed it because somebody else, I know somebody else had told me something. Okay. Again, I'm not going to say what I've heard, but just that he had a per, nothing criminal yeah. or anything like yeah. that, but just that he had a major off-field distraction and that, and, and ho- you know, hopefully that, whatever that was, is settled. Mm-hmm. And it'd be nice if that was, not, not, not that he had a personal problem, but it'd be nice if we could just point to that as the reason he didn't have a great year. Because it was, especially the first half of the year, he was, he was well, not good. Yeah, I mean, he he had ups and downs. He never played a full game last year. Like it was, he had moments in the game. I remember like the Chargers game. He started off the Chargers game lights out. I mean, he was making plays, and then by the end of the Chargers game, right. Mike Williams was dunking on him. So yeah. it, it was stuff like that. He never put together a complete game. And I and like I said, I talked to Denzel when I went to to um, mini camp, and I seen him. We yeah. had a conversation about it, and Denzel is locked in. He knows what's going on. He knows what he needs to do this season, and he's fully yeah. up for that task. He admitted season. that he didn't have a good year last year. Did yeah, he, he that know. To you? Yeah, he know. I, I like that. I respect. <laughs> he that. know. And I told him, listen, Denzel, I said some things, but he said. Tyrus, I understand. He said, I yeah. know how it is. He said, but you, he said he respect me because he know that I played the game and he under, yeah. that I, you know, it's out of love. The me, Browns so. need him to be yeah. an elite corner this year. Yeah, he has, absolutely. They he need has, him to lock it to down. Be. I he think has. they have two elite corners. I think Martin Emerson is really good. I agree with Jason. Really good. A lot, of, a lot of people feel that yes. way, actually. I will say, I a lot think, of people feel I that think way. he will be an elite corner. A lot of people think that he's going to phase the other ones out. I told G, I believe by the end of the season, he can probably be the best cornerback on the team. I really believe that. He is a big, long dude. Like, all right. Well, listen, if he plays at an elite level, then well, this should be a good shape. You know what the good thing about this is? He will be tested. Yeah. (laughs) Very often. If they come out in 11 personnel, he will be the one that they they go after. Yeah. I mean, they obviously like him enough that they took a, fir- a very recent first-round pick and said, "You're going over here. We're putting him over there." Yeah, like that. He's well, but they're going to be moving those guys all around. Yeah, though. but he ain't going in the slot though. Now Denzel might he will take some some reps in the slot. We've seen that, but We've seen Martin that is, has not. I don't think Martin has taken a rep yeah. in the slot. I, 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 I yeah. feel like in this NFL, the way it is now, to look at the slot corner as if he's not as good is stupid. I agree. Just a different body type. I agree. Right, you like, actually do more in this life. But, yeah. But you get paid the morning. The, right. You, it, well, it's two ways you can get paid. You can get paid from holding a guy like with, with under 100 yards and all yeah. of that, or you can get paid by getting takeaways. Yeah. I say you figure out which one you better at, and yeah. you better be really good because Diggs would give up. A, he'll get bombed for 80, yeah. but he'll get you two picks in right, the same right, right, game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, but I look at Mike Hilton, who's a slot corner, as one of the best corners in football. Like, I think he's really, really good, but he's a slot corner. But, see, they look at it differently because – you don't know, so I'm going to tell you. Go ahead. Playing in the slot and yeah. playing outside is two totally different worlds. I'm going to tell you that, right? I know it right. sounds stupid, no, yeah. but, being out, but being in here and being out and there is two totally you. different You got feelings. a lot more help to- here. Out there, you are truly by yourself. <laughs> I hear you. In here, you might get a bump from a linebacker. It's right. a lot of people in there. Out there, it's just you and but- here. As the slot corner, you have more responsibility in terms of Run the game, running game. Yeah, and that's a challenge that the outside corners well, don't they, have to a, deal with. According to Greg, they taking that responsibility away from him. Yeah, he doesn't well, have run game responsibility, which uh, I think is yeah. crazy. He, and I, expect- I that is baloney. He gonna be in the run game. I don't care yeah. what he says. That's baloney. You have no choice. Yeah. Just tell him that's Yeah, saying. you have no. <laughs> if that put it to you this way, yeah. if they come out, they come out in eleven personnel, and it's 
center, guard, tackle, tight end, okay? He won't be on that side. He'll be on the slot side. So say he's on the slot side. Tackle, guard, center. If they run the ball, we're in the wide nine. They run the ball and they go up to B-gap, meaning they go between the tackle and the guard. Yep. And the linebacker gets eaten up. He coming off and making this tackle. I don't yeah. care what he tells you. Yeah. He 1,000% yeah. is coming from that slot, and he better come make that tackle. If not, 88 not the game. What uh, it, it was is Jim Schwartz a yeller in camp? Yes, he, but he hasn't been. <laughs> yes, oh. he hasn't been. That's been interesting, and that was one thing that Zach pointed out. Because yeah. again, I was only there for the last couple of days. Yeah, and Zach Jackson was sort of watching for that, and he yeah. said he's been he's been pretty quiet. And then there was one one or two incidents on the last day mm-hmm. that I was there where he was really getting into him. But for the most part. He was quiet. You say he's a yeller. Is that from the past? I've seen him in I've seen him in or a uh, minicamp. Yeah, minicamp. But oh. that was he had just gotten there. That was his first time. Right, Maybe right, right. they got an understanding of the defense now. What was there. unique about Jim, I think I mentioned this on the show. You would know better than me. He's standing on the line of scrimmage watching the like I've never that's, seen it. That's DC. the best way to do it. I've never seen a DC team. Was you they still behind him? Well, yeah, like No, nah, you gotta the, see no. Nah. <laughs> my and, my and coach like, college told me you gotta yeah. stand. You need to stand behind the receivers or the quarterbacks. You need to see what's coming. So you oh, can that's see where he was standing. Yeah, yeah. you got to sit behind the offense because usually the DC sits behind the safety in the in the right. back there, or they sit on the sideline. So Schwartz stands play. behind the quarterback. You got to sit behind. Yeah, you got to stand behind all because you need to see what everybody. So you can see their eyes. You can pick a person, look at their eyes, and point. look at their technique. So that if they come to you and be like, you be like, why didn't you look at the quarterback? So I didn't look at the quarterback. I was looking at my man. I looked you right <laughs> yeah, in right, your right, face. Right. I seen exactly what you looked. It, it makes you coach better. But you can yeah. see I it. wonder, is he when he's standing behind the quarterback? Is he looking at a different guy each play, or is he trying to scan as many faces as possible well, when on you, each play? As a DC, you yeah. have to see the whole flow of everything, which yeah. is which is tough. You know, position coach, you can you can hone in on your guys. Sure. As a DC, you got to look at the flow of the line, make sure that everybody right. got the line right. Then you got to look at the linebackers and see and make sure that they got their reads and they flowing to where they need to go. Then you got to take it to where the second right. But you can't do all of that on one play, you, can you? You have to. It's, wow. it's it's a very very tough job. It's a trend. K, K- Rich taught me that in Seattle because I I asked that question. I yeah. was a young kid and rookie yeah. in Seattle, and I'm like I'm like K K Rich is the Chris Richard. He played. He was defensive coordinator in uh in Seattle, and I was like K Rich. Like when you as a DC, what are you looking at? He said I got to look at the flow. He said so I'm looking at the flow of the line, mm-hmm. and then I take my eyes back to the linebackers. He said it's just like it's all in sync. You can just tell by the syncness. You see it real quick. What you need to see, boom. Then you take it and see what you need to see. Then you see where if they if they roll yeah. the coverage correctly. Wow, That's a trained eye. Yeah, the coaches have to have instincts too, right? Same yeah. as a player. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, Earl, what you got? You had something? No, yeah, I had a question for uh, Jason. You know, you struck a nerve with the uh, MJ Emerson conversation. We know that last year he had a solid rookie year. Is it your opinion that it was the game against the uh, Buccaneers? When he kind of shut down Mike Evans is when the Browns knew, okay, we might got a potential superstar here. I think they knew before that. That was – I'm trying to think. I'm terrible with game chron- chronological. That was like around the midway point, wasn't it? Or was that earlier? When was that Bucks game? I think that was Jacoby's that last was Jacoby's game, last if game. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah, they knew before that. They knew before. And now, he did have Mar- a great game. I might say Martin Emerson jumped off the page in the preseason yes. last year. Like, like he bumped, Didn't he have a pick or something like that? I think he had a pick remember. in and the, the preseason. preseason. And, like, the first know. game, first or second game. They knew like right away they've, had, they've got something with him. Hey, we talked about last year that they're the we, – going into last year, when we knew the offense might struggle early in the season, we thought the secondary 
was going to be great. Yeah. And the secondary wasn't great. No. So, but a lot of that, all that talent is still there and, and probably even more because they upgraded at the one safety spot. Mm -hmm. There's, I mean, the Browns secondary could be as good as any in the league. It's because they're utilizing them to their strengths, you know. It's, Hopefully, yeah. Yeah, I mean, no. Like, it's, well, uh, Jim Schwartz is. is a proven track record, yeah. so yes. He's he using them to his strengths. Right. You, you don't have John Johnson who's productive in the box playing post safety, something that he's not really used to. Right. What you do, you go get a true post safety who's made plays, who's on a Super Bowl team making plays in the post. Yeah. You even see clips of him making plays in the post this year. So what that does is build the confidence for everybody else. Like, hey, yeah. I know I got a true post safety. Last year, I had to be a little skeptical. Maybe I can't. I can't sit on this dig route because if he gets behind me, yeah, it's gone. I have no help. But now that I got a true post safety back there, yeah. if he gets behind me, I know Juan's going to be there for me at least. So it, it allows you to be just a tad bit more aggressive defensively from a, from a DB standpoint. And then you got G New, who, like I said, right now they say he's not involved in the run game. He didn't want to be in the run game as much. Which he's not saying he don't want to be in it. He just didn't want to do it all the time. Oh, right? he don't want to. Be. And apparently <laughs> he was in the run game, which I know from yeah. playing in that scheme. You are in the run game. Right. You're responsible for that B gap or you got to uh, leverage the ball. But if he's going to be truly a man to man guy, which is something that he is, he's a true man to man press mm -hmm. corner. Now he's is catering to his strength. So now we'll see this secondary get to do everything that they want to do. And they'll have that ability to make those plays. But I think I knew Martin Emerson was going to be a good player when they drafted him because he led the SEC and PBUs past breakups. Mm -hmm. And what that tells me is he knows how to play the football. Mm -hmm. So many times. Good instincts. Yeah, so many times yeah. that corners get out there and they either get beat off the line or that ball go up in the air and they get nervous. And a lot of the times, it's like 80% of the time, the DBs see that ball go up and they get nervous because it's like, oh my God, I got to make a play on the ball. But he, if he leads the league in SC, or he led the SEC in PBUs, that means when the ball goes up, he's calm. He knows that, hey, I'm going to make the play. I got great ball skills. I can either knock it down make right. a, or try to pick it off. So, so that, that yeah. goes a very long way. He's so long and so much bigger than most corners. Yeah, that's the new yeah. wave. You know who started that? No. Richard Kevin Sherman. Sherman. Who still has not been on this show. Yeah, and I just talked to him two days is he ago. Back from Mars? No, he yeah, yeah, he is. He he's uh <laughs> he's pondering uh the undisputed thing. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Yeah, he's he wants to work with, with Skip Bayless. He's pondering. Putting up zeros on that. That's why it listen, you know, service a guy, you put some money, you you put the you make the offer interested. Oh, he right. will definitely look into it. I want to ask you about Thornhill though before we move on. Do you think the change from JJ three to Thornhill could be the I would say the second biggest area of improvement behind the def I think the D tackles would probably be the most they still scare me the D tackles yeah they still scare they only me. have one okay, proven so guy is, there what, I know but that's yeah. one more than they had last year why does so, it scare me yeah well no I we'll get to that in a second the Juan Thornhill one yeah the, the Juan Thornhill one do you think that would be then the most the biggest area of improvement from last year to this year that one position yeah because there's so many times that playing in that post you get you get in, you get uh, anxious. You want to make the play. And it takes a true post safety to sit back there and know, like, I can't jump those things. Because, like I say, you see, you see, for example, we'll talk about the game one against Carolina. And I don't know if it was, I don't know who was in the post. I don't know if it was J3 or if it was Dale Pitt. But, for example, on the play that Roddy, Robbie yep. Anderson is running down the field. So, when I drew it up, 
I told you that the corner and that safety to that side. So it was G new and I don't remember who it was. I don't remember. But whatever it is, if he went 10 yards and went out, boom, then he stays on here and the corner stays with his and he takes the post. Anyways, they both jump it, which is even if they did that, you should be fine because you have a post safety that's standing there anyways. You get nervous, you get uh, anxious and want to look at other stuff. You're not truly in the post. What do they run? A post. You should be standing right there. It should be stealing. Yeah. But if you ain't in your spot, you ain't doing what you're supposed to do. Right. Boom, it's a touchdown. So if you got a true post safety that knows that he got to keep his nose clean, stay out of it, and they don't need me until they need me. And when they need me, they freaking really, really need me. Like it's 1,000% uh, yeah. I have to ER make the play. Yeah, they don't need me. That's, <laughs> that's, that's right. what they say. We don't need you until we need you. But when we need you, like yeah. – you need to make the play. And Juan Thornhill is yeah. a proven guy that if I'm not worried about coverage getting busted, if a coverage gets busted, I'm not – I don't I don't think – I ain't going to say it because I said it last year and I was wrong. I don't <laughs> think that I'll be seeing a guy just running completely just by himself. Right, right, If right. he's truly and in the post, he at least somebody would be there to try to stop it. And he's got that championship – yeah, he's, right. he's been there. He, he, he actually so. speaks it. You can tell the leadership that he already brings. Like I said, from the practice that I saw, he was very vocal. So yeah, that was a good thing. You see, it, when I look at the Brown second, it's a bunch of quiet guys. Yeah, you know, Denzel's kind of quiet. Their roster in general is pretty yeah. a lot so, of quiet guys. So it's guys. nice to have a guy that's kind of trash talking. Like I said, him and Marquise Goodwin was talking yeah. trash the entire practice, it's which good. is good because yeah. it turns me but up. But this Marquise Goodwin situation, very sad. Yeah, it is. This sucks. We I just had him he's on. In good, he's in good spirits, though. He, he's probably never going to play, I right? I think his career is over. Yeah, a lot of people do. Yeah. He's in good spirits. I'm rooting though. for him, man. This sucks. He seemed like such a nice guy when we, when we yeah. had him on. And, yeah. Uh, really sad that this is, you real, know. Real quick, yeah. why? I mean. The just, D tackles? Yeah, the D tackles. Oh, yeah. Well, because. Just because. Uh, because I, it's, to me, the scheme ain't that much different than what Joe Woods did. You know, you still need your defensive tackles to take up two. You know, you still need these guys to keep the linebackers clean. And if. Like Dalvin Tomlinson, okay, that's fine. You know, maybe he does, maybe he yeah. don't. I know a lot of a, a Beach report came out and said he's one of the most overrated signings of the offseason. Whatever. But if the other guy, if they still getting blown off the ball or if they can't keep them linebackers' jerseys clean, it's literally going to be the exact same thing from last yeah. year where they get – Right, just run it straight down. They the should be better there. I, you, we Even thought that that listen, would be the case, but we, the thing is, they only got one guy. Right. Well, now, I'm, I, I'm counting on that rookie from Baylor, Ika. Ika, yeah. Ika. See, I'm hoping that Maurice Hurst can stay healthy. Because uh, me too. That guy was really good his first two years in me San too. Francisco. Really good. But Did my you, thing with Ika is, yeah. you if they run it, okay. So, they, I don't think we'll see a lot of zone when I when I when I say zone. I mean that the running backs, that's when they run the stretch play and the running back's going to take it as far as he can, create some lanes, let people over-pursue, and then boom, he gets vertical. Cut back, yeah. Well, with the wide nine, that's dead because the DN should be outside. So there's no way that you're getting outside this DN. So boom, he got to cut it back immediately, which means that the linebackers in the defensive tackle should be there. If that defensive tackle don't keep that linebacker clean and right. they get to that next level, that guard pushes up and goes to that next level and get that linebacker, it's out of the gate. Yeah, I mean, that's why I think if and it's a big if because he's missed the last two years. But I think if Hurst is healthy, he's going to start because he's a he has played in the league and he has played at a, at a at a high level on a very good 49er defense. Well, they in two speak years. they speak very highly of him. And the only yeah. thing I like Ika because of his size, but it's you know. 
football is becoming a more lateral game. And yeah. if he ain't laterally. So if he's in his stance, right, and they did decide to run zone, that means his his lateral movement. He got to hurry up and get all the way over here that's to stop this go. And that's my point. That's exactly. That's yeah. exactly my, son, my point. As my son AJ said, he is naturally bigger. <laughs> that's than a exactly lot of the my point. That? Right, right there. Trying to say he's fat. And the question <laughs> is, if they can hold up up front, do are the linebackers good enough to finish off the play? I feel like they are because I don't. I, I, like I say, I I know Anthony Walker's a, a pretty solid tackler, so I'm not worried about him. Jok. I think if you just, if he shoots his gap and he don't stop, they, listen. You know why I'm confident? I'm gonna tell you why I'm confident. Cause Dequell Jackson, <laughs> it should be has been Isn't around that amazing? the program. Listen, he's been around the program. I don't know if he's officially taking it or whatever the case may be. Is it be. official? Is it public or? <laughs> I don't know what. It? I don't know. But he's been around the program. So as much as <laughs> Dequell and JOK ain't better this year, I'm holding Dequell Jackson <laughs> responsible. <laughs> For everything he said on this show. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, he had some. The Quail been with us. Yeah, well, we just said something about it. He had so. quite a few things to say. Yeah, now, he yeah. was around in practice yeah, in mini yeah, yeah. camp. I don't know right, what yeah, he did. He was around that. the team a little bit mm-hmm. right now. So, anyway, all right, let's get to Alex Van Pelt. Uh, do we have his comments or no? As always, don't forget to subscribe to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Ring that alert bell to stay up to date with the latest news. And, yeah, we do have Alex Van Pelt comments. Uh, Steve, you can take those. This was him on Elijah Moore and the rest of the wide receiver group. Do a lot of things. Very skilled receiver, inside, outside. Can do stuff out of the backfield. That was impressive to see. Um, for a rookie, I thought Cedric had a really good camp. Um, coming in and learning the system. Um, putting all the pieces together, had some mistakes, but really made some plays on the ball, which is good to see. Uh, you know, Dalen Baldwin's Mr. Reliable. He's out there. He can play him in multiple positions. So those young guys got a lot of good reps and did some good stuff. Alex, how do you – Look out Dalen Baldwin, by the way. Is that the dude that y'all been talking about? Or no. is it Darden? Darden. Okay. Jalen Darden is one that <laughs> – that's the one that I'm on Thursday. Oh, I'm uh, yeah, right there. None of these I random dudes at wide receiver are going to make the team. Well, there's a spot that opened with Marquise Goodwin. There's a spot open. And we don't got no burner. Wait a second. And you I, got Tillman and Bell. You saying Bell might not make the team? No, I think Bell makes the team. It's <laughs> Cooper. Go D- in order. Cooper, DPJ, Moore, Tillman, Bell. Tillman, Bell. That's five. What are we forgetting? Dart. I think there's a chance so one, of one of these guys, one yeah. of these undrafted. Anthony what about Schwartz. that Mike Harley? He just uh, got a con- didn't he get a concussion? Or he yeah, got he, he played last. Wait, what was he? He was a late round pick last year, right? Yeah. Or was he an undrafted last year? We'll find out. I think that there's. I think that there's. This looks like there is one spot. To, to we'll into. find out in twenty, no more than twenty four hours tomorrow. Tomorrow's yeah. the first. It's so weird that they're playing a preseason game. I know. I know it's the Hall of Fame game. Yeah. But it is weird. It doesn't yeah. feel like we're ready to see games yet. But we'll see. Here we who, are. We'll see who's in high regard because that whoever jogs out there with that first team, like I or, speak. So those much. are guys who have a legitimate shot of I, making I the roster. So yeah, because you let the later guys or the younger guys play right at the yeah. end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is, do we think anybody of note is going to play tomorrow? No. Right. Well, Cedric probably Tillman not. is probably the only one, the only person that the great Zach Wilson's probably going to play tomorrow. He's starting. They already announced it. He's starting. I think it's Kellen Mond versus Zach Wilson. Oh, did you guys see? I text. I texted you guys this Instagram. Oh, we got to play this. <laughs> did you see that Instagram post I texted? Uh-oh. When did you text oh, it? Oh, 
Oh, why are you on doing Baker? That? Yeah, I saw oh, I that. Didn't see I that. saw. Uh, how, where are you, you guys in time on that? Yeah, I seen it's that. That's old. I think that was like from the beginning of the year. Somebody that was just so funny. It. it was funny. It was an Instagram post with like funny music with Baker and uh, who's the other slappy? Kyle Trask. Yeah, Kyle yeah. Trask. Making bad throws. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was really yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh it's man, mess. Baker. Good luck uh, battling Kyle Trask for that job in Tampa Bay, buddy. Good luck. Wishing you all the best. I tell you what, Baker got the. If they don't drop the ball like they do. At least did he's got good year. receivers. He's got good receivers. Yeah. He's got no running game, but he's got good receivers. I bet you ain't going to take them in fantasy, though. I What's bet that? you ain't taking oh. them in the Tampa Bay wide receivers in fantasy, though. Oh, You're no. not going to take them? No, nah, I wouldn't. He got a history. <laughs> he got a DJ Moore didn't do well. Odell didn't do well. Uh, yeah. I mean, they definitely have lost their value. I mean, you take them at some point, maybe. But I don't like to. T- I said this yesterday when we were doing our overtime segment. I don't like taking wide receivers on bad offenses because they're never trustworthy. Well, they say everybody I talk to, if I asked them if they could have a first pick of the draft, who yeah. would they take? And it's been a consensus, Justin Jefferson. Well, in a not in a two quarterback league, though, I would take a quarter. I'd take Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> they said they our league is two Justin quarterbacks. Jefferson. And I said, yeah, Jefferson in, in, a, in a traditional. Jettis. He's the first pick. Which is rare because it's all, almost always been a running back. Exactly. I have the entire athletic fantasy team working behind yeah. the scenes for me. That to... didn't help you beat me last year. <laughs> Go I ahead, Earl. Got to the I do got a question. So another thing that Alex yeah. Van Pelt talked about, he yeah. kind of raved about the steps forward that uh, offensive tackle James Husson has taken. And we know he's a guy that's a depth guy, but you know, due to injury or something else, he might be called on to step in. Is there any confidence that James Hudson is starting to develop into a serviceable offensive tackle? I've seen him get cooked by the Steelers twice in yeah. Pittsburgh the last two years. Until that doesn't Who happen, got cooked by the Steelers? James Hudson. Hudson. James Hudson. Two years in a row. Uh, you got, got faith in him? In Pittsburgh. I mean, it's until, hard to, until Pittsburgh don't cook him. In, in fairness it, to it's, the, it's T.J. Watt, though. In, in fairness, That's the standard. In fairness to James Hudson. I mean, he cooks a lot of people. Guys, in fairness to James Hudson and in fairness to the Browns, how many people are confident in their backup offensive linemen? Like none. I mean, there's there's not a lot of teams that have five good. There's good a offensive reason. Linemen. There's a reason Jack Conklin just got a four year extension right. when he can't even get in the stands. I, exactly. These uh, guys are hard I, to find. I don't. I wouldn't listen. You always want your starting offensive linemen out there. And the Browns' problem in their offensive line the last couple of years has been injuries. Yeah. I mean, listen. We all make fun of Jed at times. I was cracking He's up. Fine. I was cracking up at practice watching him do four leg lifts and then yeah. quit during yeah. stretching, and then take. Uh, it was an, it was an adventure watching he's him. He's an adequate. <laughs> but if he goes down, yeah, you're in trouble. He is an adequate player, and his bad moments are standout. They, bad. Yes, they are. He's an adequate offensive lineman. You agree or disagree? I agree. Jedrick, right? We, you got Batonio is the best. The center position was very good last very year. Very good. Ethan Posey. Teller. He is a human eclipse. Ethan Posey. Yeah. Man, is huge. Teller is really good. Not <laughs> as good as Batonio. Like he might have been with but, me in Seattle. But they do have a lot of, like that right side you worry about with, with Teller and Conklin in terms of injuries. If their line is fully healthy, it should be very it good. Should it should be, be an elite offensive line. Yeah. But you do worry about injuries. They need DeWan to step up, which I'll be watching him. I'll be watching all Speaking my Speaking of a large human being. I'll be watching all my DeWan, Ronnie Hickman, Tanner McAllister, based Tommy Togi. Based on West Virginia, if you're counting on DeWan Jones this year, you're in trouble. He stinks. Go what about, what's his name, that the Bengals drafted in the first round? 
really their only bad draft pick. Billy Price. He's, he's awful. He just uh, he was signed with the Saints, and then I think he had to get surgery, so they released yeah, him. He stinks. He's awful. He's a great guy. No offense to him. Might be a nice guy. But great guy. Shouldn't have been a first-round pick. Do you believe Tim Tebow was drafted in the first round? <laughs> Do you think? The, oh, the, the highest bid winner? Why, oh, you, my God. That's unbelievable. He went first round? You know he doesn't know how to throw the football, right? <laughs> the, talk about the guy that won the Heisman? Uh, yeah, that's college. Who cares? Why is it so crazy that was he was Josh McDaniel? Danny Warfel won the Heisman. Let me ask you a question. Do you think Josh McDaniel was doing coke or heroin when he drafted Tim Tebow in the first round? I think he wanted a winner. Oh, please. Give me a <laughs> I think he wanted a winner. and he Ken Dorsey was a winner. He didn't go in the Most first round. Most of the round. great college quarterbacks are not good in the NFL. I, I, that's, is that true? You know what? I'm about to make a bold take here. It has nothing to do with anything, but I'm going to say it anyways. I think C.J. Stroud is going to have the best career, NFL career out of Ohio State quarterbacks. That's to a this, really high to, bar. To this it? point. He's going to surpass Mike Tomczak. <laughs> Finally. Point. He's yeah, the one. It Why? is amazing because, as good because a Because he didn't have, he didn't have, he didn't win the big games in college. He saved it for the NFL. Yeah, okay. All right, here we go. I said that. Yep, go Bucks. Here are the top 10 passing leaders in the history of college football. You ready? Ty Detmer's on there, right, isn't he? Uh, number one. You know who number one is? Top passers of all time? Yeah. In college? It's probably dudes Bailey, from like Bailey Zappi. Is, is this one year? Ba- no, passing year career leaders. Bailey Zappi. No. <laughs> uh, the number one guy all time is a former Browns quarterback. Backup. Mostly. Backup? Recent. Somewhat recent. Pretty recent. Wasn't it Timmy Chang at one time? Timmy Chang is number two all time. Yeah, okay. What? Case but- Keenum. Oh. Number yeah, two is Timmy he, Chang. He was at Houston, right? Keenan was at Houston. Number three is the great Landry Jones. Number four, one of my all-time favorites, Graham Harrell. Texas Tech. Number five, Ty Detmer. Somebody mentioned him. BYU. Number yeah. six, Kellen Moore. Number seven, Baker Boise Mayfield. State, Oklahoma. Number eight, Luke Falk. Never Number nine, Colt Brennan. Hawaii. Number 10, Rakeem Cato. Never even heard of that guy. Don't know him. Number 11, Holton Athlers. Sounds like a made-up name. Number 12, the great gazoo, Mason Rudolph. Number 13, Sean Mannion. That is crazy. Number 14, Brett Rippon. Finally, (laughs) at number 15, we find a guy who was good in the NFL. Finally. (coughs) Philip Rivers at 15. Philip Rivers. Somebody told me that that's who Justin Herbert is going to be. Philip Rivers. The only the only good quarterbacks in the top <coughs> in the top thirty six all time in passing are Philip Rivers at fifteen and Derek Carr at twenty four. Everybody else in the top thirty five are trash or backups. It's a it's so a, being winning throwing for a ton of yards in college doesn't prove anything. Bailey Zappi threw for a ton of yards, and he beat us. There he's go. five. He's shorter than me. Let's what not that, get nuts. What that mean? Let's yeah, yeah, not yeah, get you nuts. You cut that out. I'm telling you. Nobody's shorter than you. Bailey Zappi. Nobody's shorter Even than I'm me. I'm not shorter, shorter than you. Than yes, you are. Am I shorter than you? Yes. There's no way. I think we're the same height. <laughs> That's a shame. I think we're the same height. That's a shame. All right, Earl. What do you got for us? Uh, final takes. Did Ooh, y'all ever? We've done final takes in forever. Did y'all ever have women that wouldn't date y'all because of y'all height? No. I got so much riz. (laughs) (laughs) 
Jason thinks he's the biggest stunt ever. <laughs> oh my goodness. My God. My final take today, which I have not done in a long time, and I'm gonna make it up as I go, but it yeah. has to do with the Cleveland Browns and particularly the rookie class. So it's a lot of, it's, especially my Buckeye brothers. I mean, it's a lot of undrafted guys there. You know, like I say, Ronnie Hickman, Tanner McAllister. You got Luke Whipler who went late in the draft, who everybody said he made a mistake, but that's neither here nor there. Listen, it doesn't matter if you went first round, third round, last round, no round. You know, you're getting blessed with an opportunity to play this game, and I, you better take it so seriously, especially the undrafted guys. You know, they're trying to phase out the kickoff game and stuff like that. But guess what? Guess what they could do in the preseason? Oh, they're going to return them balls because they are trying to make the team as well. So you guys better find a way to get on that special team to stand out, make some plays, make sure that you're doing all the little things. Make sure your body is taken care of. Make sure you know that playbook inside and out. And make sure when that time, when it comes time to make those plays, that you make the plays. You are in the NFL for a reason. Make sure you solidify yourself and make sure you stay. Don't let this moment come and pass you by because I promise you it's not going to come as many times as you think. This might be your only opportunity. This might be your only game in the NFL. And if that's the case, you better go out like Tony Montana and go out shooting. So make sure you have fun. Enjoy. Make sure you are prepared because proper preparation prevents poor performance every single time. And when you get that opportunity, make sure you let your light shine. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. You, you like that, didn't you? That was, that was proper good. preparation prevents piss poor performance. Mm. Poor perform. Get a couple more peas in there. Mm -hmm. By the way, did you pee, get, I got a pee. Did you guys know that Kellen? Did you guys know that Kellen Mond is uh, starting for the Browns tomorrow? Yeah. I just where have you said been? That. I that said it's Kellen Mond versus Zach Wilson. It was announced hey. yesterday. Man. I just pulled the dust You're in the right. pocket right there. Keep up. Yeah, <laughs> Go ahead. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I got, Go ahead, I got a piece. This will be quick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't get my pre-show bathroom break yet. And the time was just cracking up yeah. at 11.02. Did you go? I'm like, nope. Yeah, it's what um, you get for walking in late. If you are a seam head like Bull and I, you probably already know this, but there's a really fun game out, Immaculate oh, Grid. Yeah. I and I've today. never gotten a perfect 9 out of 9. Oh, really? No. I think I've got like CTE or something because I can't remember things that I used to remember <laughs> on who played with what. And now they've got it for, if you go to ImmaculateGrid.com, free yeah. plug for them. They've got it for baseball. They've got it for men's basketball, NBA, yeah, football, and hockey. The football <laughs> is so hard because you really only remember, and first of all, careers are not as long. Right. I can get, like, the column where it's, like, 1,000-yard receiver. Yeah. But when it's, it, unless it's, like, the Browns or the Bengals, I don't remember the random dudes on some of these other teams. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, NBA today, uh, five-plus assists per game for a season from the Warriors, the Bulls, and the Bucks. It's just yeah. go there and look it up. It's the it's new fun. it's the new Wordle as far as I'm concerned. I don't really play Wordle much anymore. 
But the baseball one annoys me because I've missed on some that I thought were like slam dunk. Oh, yeah. I know that. And they were wrong. And I'm like, oh, and then I get mad and throw my phone down and then I won't Well, because once you get one wrong, you can't get the yeah. perfect thing. Then I then... get pissed and then I, yeah. I just won't finish it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for as much as Bull and I love baseball, <laughs> anyone else who loves it. Immaculate I'm so sorry. What happened? Oh, my God. Y'all got to check your phone. This man. Listen, put the camera on me, Steve. Yeah, go put ahead. Put the camera on me. Cause Do this, this. Hold on. Look. <laughs> put the camera on me. Listen. Listen, Dequail. Yeah. <laughs> well, who do you think you talking to, all right? I ain't ashamed. Listen, I ain't ashamed to show my hairline, baby, because I got some topics in my hair, so it look good. You just mad because I'm still holding on and you have let go of the rope, Okay. The text uh, from Steve Becker via DeQuell. <laughs> Tell Ty is to take his hat off and let me see his hairline. Bro, we oh, it's good that DeQuell's still watching. I, we, Forget DeQuell. We appreciate that. <laughs> we appreciate that. Uh, Jason? Oh, you did your... Uh, your, immaculate your immaculate grid. grid. I was uh, unprepared for a final take. I don't... When is the last time we actually did final takes? It's been a while. Today. Have you done any when I was off? No. Yeah, Maybe we did one the other day. We did one the other day. I was talking about the yeah. cost of youth sports and how outrageous it is. All right. So here's the thing. August the 8th is a special election being done here in the state of Ohio. Uh, the Secretary of State embarrassingly sent out an email uh, telling people the wrong date and that today was the day of the election. The actual special election... Uh, is August the 8th. This is There's a lot on the line in this election. It's called Issue 1. And what the, what the powers that be of the state of Ohio are trying to do is take away your rights as an Ohioan. Right now, if you get enough signatures, regular people like us can get a measure put on the ballot that we, will, we can vote on, and if 50% plus one vote for it, then it passes. The, our state house right now is trying to change the law. Last year, they changed the law to say you can't have special elections in August because it was costing the state too much money. But because they, they want to change the law, they've now <coughs> added a special election in August. And this election is to, instead of making it majority rule by us, the people, and not the politicians, they're trying to change it to 60%, which is why it's imperative that everybody should vote no on issue one. It is absolutely imperative. If you want your freedom as a regular citizen, don't listen to the propaganda and Hazarai all being thrown out there. This is all about rights as people and majority rule. Don't let them take away our right for 50% plus one to be what the majority wants and what should happen. Vote no on issue one on Tuesday next week. And it's not today, the election, it's Tuesday next week. August the 8th. Thank you. Earl, final thought? Uh, so, yeah. Um, just rest in peace to my friend uh, Tremaine, who was uh, murdered actually around the corner from our studio a week ago. His funeral oh is this upcoming Saturday. So just want to let him know. The last time we talked um, was on the 4th of July. Took a picture, and he told me he was real proud of the things that I was doing because of where we come from and, and seeing where I'm at now. So just prayers and condolences to his family. Just want them to know that I'm thinking about you in uh, Maine, man. Rest in heaven. Well, that's awful. Sorry to hear that, Earl. Uh, on a much lighter note, Cooper Cup. Did you see he got hurt again already? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hamstring. He's probably going to miss the beginning of the season. They said he was going to miss scrimmage time. but he'll be, If it's a hamstring, unless it 
tore the thing in half. Yeah, he should no. be back. Yeah. It's second. Apparently, I mean, by the way, the Browns uh, Bengals line for Week One is off the board right now, and will remain of off the board until Burrow's injury. Apparently, Burrow has been the last two days getting treatment and walking in the locker room without. He'll be fine. He has a sleeve on his. He ain't playing leg. Week One. You don't think he's playing Week One? Nope. Really? Nope. Wow. Week, week two. Week two? What makes you say that? Because the Browns will get after him in week one. So you think they're going to sit him out to avoid the Browns? Yep. Sure do. That's a bold statement. I you said earlier, the, right the, the Bengals don't care about week one. Bengals don't care. They're playing <laughs> That's, yeah. That's what I'm saying. They don't care about week one. Why Fair would I point. put my quarterback in hard way? They've been getting after us. Why would I wow. put my quarterback bold in hard statement. way? I want to follow up on that. We're out of time. <laughs> Overtime free to everybody next. <laughs> If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.